Hello and welcome to Dairy Pod. I'm John Penry from Dairy Australia. In this episode, Dairy Australia's Industry Insights and Analysis Manager, John Droppett, and Industry Analyst, Eliza Redfern, talk candidly about the origins of the annual In Focus report, its value to the industry, and the challenges in compiling this annual review of the dairy sector. The conversation delves into the various sources of data that informs the report, how the data is then validated, and the significance of having transparency of both the immediate year in review alongside longer-term trends for the industry. A number of report takeaways are also discussed, bringing together a snapshot of the prior financial year, including the impacts of inflation, the COVID-19 pandemic, and global volatility in context of dairy's performance. Eliza Redfern, welcome to Dairy Pod. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Now, this uh, you've been at DA for a bit over two years now, if I'm uh, yep. not mistaken. That's right. So that's quite some time to have uh, escaped from Dairy Pod. This is your first, I believe. So uh, Dairy Pod eventually catches up with you. That's it. <laughs> I'm feeling very lucky. <laughs> Well, it's a pleasure to have you on, and, and uh, for those who don't know, Eliza works in the Industry Insights Analysis team uh, with me, so she gets to put up with me quite often uh, at mm-hmm. work. But we're not here to talk about me today. We're here to talk about um, the Australian Dairy in Focus report, which uh, some people will be familiar with, but uh, given its longevity, uh, a surprising number aren't. Um, and that's probably a reasonable place to start, Eliza. I mean, mm-hmm. how, how long has this report been around? Yeah, I mean, this report has been going for over 20 years now, so it's a pretty long time. Um, So it's really just a big part of our industry almost um, that really just captures anything and everything to do with dairy in one great place. It's a bit of an almanac, isn't it, really, like the the dairy year in review? Yeah, that's right, yeah. So um, whilst it sort of captures, I guess, what's been happening historically with our industry and, you know, those those longer-term historical trends, it also really captures the key things from the past financial year. So, you know, how much milk did we produce? What products did we export? Um, you know, where is it going to what markets? Who's importing it? Um, you know, where does Australia stand in terms of global dairy? So all those kinds of things are really just captured within this. One of the questions I get quite a lot from people, um, which you know, is 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 pretty reasonable question when you look from the outside in at this project. Is where do you get this information from? I mean, it's you know we don't um, we don't create it all ourselves. A lot of it um, you know has to be harvested from somewhere. Yeah, but where does it all come from for Infocus? Yeah, quite a few different places actually. I think you know this this report is a really great example of industry collaboration coming together to really just produce all of this information in one place about the industry. I mean, we, you know, we have the the information and the data that we collect as, as Dairy Australia, um, but we also, you know, use data from the ABS. Um, we talk to some of the state dairy bodies. Um, so there's a whole group of different people and different teams within Dairy Australia itself that works together to create this report. So um, the report captures quite a bit about the Dairy Farm Monitor Project. Um, so we will collaborate with the farm team to, to include some of that, some the data and the insights from from that report um but our industry data group team actually plays a really big part um, in bringing this information and all of this data together too um, as does the analysis team um, so it's really just a, a big group of people coming together to pull this together yeah we've worked on this um this report together for a couple of years now Eliza, and, and probably one of the things that people don't 
realize as well is while there's so much information out there, there's actually there's so many gaps as well. Um, and a huge part of what we do is actually validating the information we have and cross-checking it and you know back calculating things to find the gaps. And and even uh, in recent times we've put a fair bit of effort into trying to calculate what you know how big those gaps are. So what what uh, what proportion of milk powder production, for example, do we do we think that we aren't capturing in our data? And yeah. you're trying to estimate the size of an unknown um, has has <laughs> kept the fun alive for this report too. I'd say. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. No. There are there are quite a few gaps. I think when it comes to utilizing data and being able to find it and and see what you know industry has and what there is to use and trying to fill those gaps can be can be really quite difficult actually. Um, so yeah, as I said, there's, there's quite a bit of a process. We're trying to sort of back calculate and figure out where those things are and and being able to yeah, I guess fill fill those questions for people because that that often does come up a lot. So yeah, being able to sort of figure out you know, from the milk that we've all produced, what products is that going into and looking at, you know, how much did we export, how much did we import, um, you know, what's being manufactured, all those kinds of things. So it's it's quite difficult, but it's interesting when it all comes together. And the obvious question at this point, of course, is why bother? Um, you know, what, why do why do we do in focus? How come it's lasted for, for 20 years? Yeah. Um, you know, for those listening again, you wouldn't be receiving the... Uh, uh, the requests or sending it out quite so often as we do, um, but I think we get a we get a request that can be answered within focus probably once a week on average. But um, yeah, what w- what is the rationale, Liza? I mean, can you can you fill people in on on why we do this? Yes. Yeah. Well, I guess sort of speaking from my experience, I mean, you know, dairy is a large, it's a very large industry and I've sort of been working in it for the last uh, four years or so. Um, and, and there's a lot to it and it can be really, really difficult to get your head around and be able to sort of understand all the different aspects of the supply chain and to be able to find something that has that has everything together in one place, um, it's almost like gold, <laughs> being able to try to find that. Um, and I think that's why a lot of people really appreciate this is that InFocus brings everything together. Um, and, yeah, if you, if you want to know how much has been produced on farm, if you want to even know what, you know, why do people love it? What what are they what are they eating and drinking to do with dairy? Um, and this is all in all in that one spot. Um, and so it can be really useful in that sense. Um, and it means that you don't have to, you know, you don't have to spend hours on Google trying to find all of this information because it is just in this one place. Um, and it provides sort of a really cohesive view of it all sort of coming together. Um, so I think that that's that's sort of why it's really valuable and why people really like it. And there's sort of a, a wide range of people who also review this document. I mean, we'll, you know, have people email us who have been in the industry for a while and they sort of want to know, okay, well, you know, how did we track over the last year in the scheme of things? And then that's, you know, they'll go to InFocus and they'll have a look in there. Or, you know, there might be a uni student who's doing an assignment and they really want to just get a quick view of what's tracking in dairy, what's happening, where's the key stuff, and they'll go to InFocus because it's all in there. So you sort of do get this, yeah, this really wide audience that appreciates sort of having it all in one place. It kind of makes the industry more accessible, doesn't it? I mean, from a from a farmer's point of view, um, you know, as one of the key funders for this, obviously helping a uni student do their assignment better is, you know, has, has only limited value. But if yes, you're um, if you're encouraging someone to work or research within the dairy industry, and dairy is easier to do that in than other industries, you're obviously mm-hmm. attracting that talent. Uh, but also, if you've got a bunch of consultants out there, you know, charging billable hours to a uh, to a dairy 
organisation or an organisation that's in turn doing work for the dairy industry, um, making their job quicker is uh, is obviously a pretty quick payoff as well. Yes, so yeah, um, absolutely. anything that kind of helps smooth that road for people to be involved in the industry and, and to attract that talent to the dairy industry. And then another thing we were talking about before was this single source of truth kind of yeah. um, concept too about we're actually saving people from arguing about a whole lot of stuff by just publishing it in a consistent format over yeah. a number of years, aren't we? Absolutely. Yeah, it really just brings it all together and is quite quite an efficient way to sort of look at it, basically. Look at the industry. It's all here. This is where you go to get it all. Yeah, there's some interesting, um, I mean, it's, it's a pretty dry document compared to <laughs> um, some of the other reports we've done. I mean, you know, I don't think we're offending each other by saying that no. it's... Um, you know, it's 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 not quite the phone book. It's more interesting than that, mm. but it's uh, you know, it's not a, um, a a newsy piece, or it's not a you know, it's not attempting to be some sort of tabloid or you know, talk about um, you know, really uh, really colourful people doing colourful things. It's just about data and insights, really, um, yeah. and that's kind of where it fits. In, in the context of our broader reports, isn't it? It's just um, it, it's something you can rely on being every every year. You can rely on it being released and yep. you can usually find a copy to put on your desk and pick it up when you need it. Yeah, absolutely. That being said, of course, uh, we, we should probably talk about some of the key takeaways from the report for this year um, or 2022. Um uh, confusingly, we're in 2023. We're talking about the 2022 edition of In Focus, That's which right. covers yep. the 2021-22 dairy season. Yes. So, um, yes. with with that with that out of the way, um, you know, what what were some of the key themes that came out of that season that um, that we could speak to at that you know at that higher level that um, that this report really brings together. Yeah, so there's obviously a lot in it. I mean, I think, you know, 22 or 21, 22, if we're focusing on the season, was quite quite a big year for dairy. And I think particularly with the pandemic and with last year sort of moving into this period of really high inflation and things, I mean, it was a massive year of just, oh, and, and of course, Russia's, you know, invasion of Ukraine. I mean, there's a lot there's a lot of things happening. So it's just a lot of volatility in the world. And, and of course, that that impacts our industry. So um, dairy actually performed relatively well in the scheme of things over the 21-22 season. Um, you know, we saw historically high farm gate milk prices um, that were being offered to farmers over the season. Um, and as a result, um, the farm gate value production was around $4.9 billion, which is quite a lot. So, um, yeah, there's, you know, there was that competition amongst processors to really secure our milk. Um, and that sort of resulted resulted in these higher farm gate milk prices. So um, there were actually a lot of farmers who who produced a profit over the season. Um, so that's, yeah, really qu- quite, a, quite a positive thing. Now, I'm going to ask you a question that we didn't discuss before, but... Um... Seeing as you you've sort of led this report, um, this this edition just gone, and and I'd say a big chunk of the last one as well, uh, which is why the re- the reason why we're talking uh, to you about it. Uh, what would you say is your favourite part of it? What's the uh, what's the most interesting, or the least trouble, or the uh, um, the bit that you think adds the most value um, in in this fifty two page yeah. um, almanac of That's dairy right. industry happenings? Yes, a lot of 52 pages. Um, Yeah, I mean, there's a lot in it. I think probably a lot of the value really comes down to that 
the historical perspective, being able to say, okay, well, this is where we're at now, but this is actually where the industry has been and how it's travelled. And, you know, I think a lot of people get focused on what's happening in the here and now. And then, of course, there is a lot happening in the here and now. Um, There always is. There's a lot of interesting things happening in dairy all the time. So I think it's always important to kind of step back and be like, okay, well, in the scheme of things, I mean, we're sort of in this one point of time, but there's been so much that's happened in this industry for a really long time. And it's a really important part of Australia, um, you know, valued as yeah, one of the most important rural industries. So there's a lot, there's a lot that goes into dairy and there's a lot there and a lot of history. So I really, I really like sort of being able to compare and look at, okay, well, this year, you know, average herd size was 300-ish cows. Um, but, you know, back in the 90s, that was under 100. So, or back in the 80s, yeah, about that time, yeah. So it's, it's really interesting to sort of see what that, what that transition is like and to feel like you're almost part of something a bit bigger which sounds incredibly corny but um but it's but it's but it's a nice feeling so um yeah just sort of to be able to see how that progresses i really do think you've got to say book equivalents because for anyone who's not ever attempted to convert something to uh, a dairy product a manufactured product back to milk equivalents and then reconcile those across the industry <laughs> uh that is something that is will will turn a young person old very quickly <laughs> Yeah, a lot of fun. <laughs> no, it's um, it's a it's an underappreciated document, I think, even by itself. Sometimes, um, mm. what are what are the major? You know, if we're looking ahead to, um, you know, well, not in focus twenty twenty three, but you know, beyond that, what do you think some of the major challenges are um, keeping this report running? I mean, you know, you weren't around, obviously. Back uh, back in the day, Eliza, and, and neither was I uh, when this report was commenced, but. It did start uh, its life and has its origins in an environment where there was much more regulation in the dairy market. There was mm. uh, legislative requirements for data to be shared. Um, yeah, there were a lot more farmer-owned cooperatives that um, the, this, the lines of ownership and accountability were much more direct and there were much fewer parties involved effectively in, yeah. um, you know, in, in, in providing this industry-level benefit. And so things have gotten more complex. I mean, what what do you think some of the key challenges are, you know, if we, we're trying to continue this report into the future? Yeah, it's a good question, actually. Um, you know, I think, I think um, you know, transparency around information and data is probably a big one when it comes to just, you know, a report like this. But, yeah, for the industry itself, I think, you know, just seeing how the industry fares with different seasons, um, you know, I think in the last season there's been a lot of different constraints and challenges, um, but the couple of seasons before that we're tracking along, you know, relatively favourably. So being able to sort of see what that what that volatility is going forward and, and sort of how that changes and moves um, and then being able to track that, um, you know, and whether that's whether that's just milk production or whether that's, you know, farm numbers themselves. I mean, there is this sort of this historical trend and the report touches on it of, you know, less farms um, but farms that are getting larger and they're running more cows and those kinds of things. And that's something that's, you know, a trend that we see across many different agricultural industries. So they may not necessarily have cows, but, but you know, that, that, that understanding of farm numbers are declining but they're getting larger and economies of scale. So, um yeah, it's sort of seeing how that continues continues to develop and also impact our our industry as a whole. If people wanted to get a copy of this report, what would they do? Yeah, so the probably easiest way would be to jump on the Dairy Australia website. 
Um, and if you go under industry reports, you'll find the in-focus report there. Um, people are also able to subscribe as well. So if you just wanted a lovely little convenient email when the next report comes out later this year, um, you're able to subscribe there too. Um, but as we sort of touched on before, there's obviously a lot of a lot of data in here and there's a lot of information. And I think, um, you know, this is sort of just really touching on what what we're able to provide industry with and, you know, what data we do have access to. So if anyone was interested in, you know, having a bit more data, you know, they saw a table, think, oh, it'd be great to get a little bit more detail there, a bit more of a historical view, um, feel free to reach out. We do have our industry data group team. Um, so they can be contacted at idg.support at dairyaustralia.com.au. So if you chuck them an email, they'll be more than happy to help out as well. Um, but, yeah, just, just through the website it's probably the, uh, the easiest option. And it's fair to say, since this is a report that goes back a while, we should probably speak to uh, those who prefer the, uh, the the paper and binding version as well. And um, I think in most cases, have a chat to your regional office or your, your RDP. Um, yep. a, a lot of those have got hard copies. Um, you know, we've got a couple of spare boxes usually at uh, uh, at, at Melbourne. So if you uh, if you really want a hard copy and you can't get one, uh, get in touch and we'll uh, we'll make that happen for you because you know they're there to be enjoyed so uh, mm -hmm. uh we certainly uh find ourselves flipping through it all year long and then uh and then having to let go next year for the next one that's right <laughs> well look thanks very much for for taking the time to chat about that eliza and uh you know good luck in uh you know pulling it together at the end of this year because you're doing such a great job. It would be a shame for me to take that back off your hands. Um, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Apart from, of course, the milk equivalents. So, um, <laughs> yeah, and and just to echo Eliza's point there too is, you know, this is this is just an entree to the data we have. We, we have, you know, it, to compile this report, we have to compile the data, of course. So, um, you know, we, we have it all in the system and, you know, any one of us is, Always happy to uh, to to help you out with it if it's if there's something you can use to uh, um, you know get something done. Mm. Thanks everyone. We'll talk to you soon. If you would like to read the full in focus report for 2022, contact your regional Dairy Australia office or visit www.dairyaustralia.com.au. We do hope that you have enjoyed this podcast and remember that there are plenty more on a broad range of dairy industry topics covered in the Dairy Pod program. So please don't forget to subscribe on your favourite podcasting platform. If you have any questions or ideas for future episodes, you can get in touch with us by emailing dairypod at dairyaustralia.com.au. Thanks very much for listening and bye for now.